0: Today is Wednesday, December the 14th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet on today's show, a wild week for South Carolina football. Continues. Dowell Loggins officially hired as the Gamecocks' newest offensive coordinator. Pete Limbo gets an extension. We've got players announcing their return. We've got players announcing their departure. Also, we got news in recruiting in regards to a pair of decommitments. A ton of news and notes to get into for Shane Beamer's team. Also, guys, it is game day. For South Carolina men's basketball as the Gamecocks travel to Birmingham, Alabama to take on UAB. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk top storylines. UAB players to watch for, and I will lock in my lead pipe lock of the night prediction as well. Guys, we have got a packed show, a lot to get into. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go down to the Price Picks app, go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code T-S-U-S, to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, PrizePix is the simplest fantasy game in the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works. You pick two to six players, and you can win to 10 times on an entry. PrizePix has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry odds. It's literally just you against The projection, they also allow mixed sport entries. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, partly with the under on Mahomes. You can play college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. Anything you can think of, they have got it over at Price Picks. They've also got a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both in the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Price Picks, and you should as well. Go download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive.
1: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them, Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. This is fine. Everything is fine. I feel like that gif, and I actually posted it yesterday on social media in regards to the chaos and the madness that has hit South Carolina football over the last 72 hours or so, where the dog is sitting at the table, surrounded by flames. Everything around him is burning and he's just sitting there, an innocent bystander, if you will, just caught in the middle of it, sipping his coffee, sipping his drink. This is fine. This is fine. No big deal. And I know that's how many of us feel right now when it comes to the madness that is what's taking place around South Carolina football. You know, it's crazy. This This program never fails. And it never ceases to amaze me how, for whatever reason, it's like we just can't chill. We We just can't relax and just have a couple normal days where, where nothing out of the ordinary really happens, right? Not us. Not us. Carolina football is just the gift that keeps on giving day in, day out. It is the It is the greatest drama ever created, right? And it's just absolutely wild as we keep up with all the events that are taking place this week. Guys, first things first, hey, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Appreciate you all tuning in. Chris Phillips here of the Spurs Up Show. Again, I want to say thank you all so much for the continued love and support on the merchandise side of the business, the podcast, the Daily Crow, social media, and everywhere in between. Speaking of merchandise i want to say thank y'all again for the christmas rush obviously if you were going to get guaranteed by christmas delivery you needed to order your merchandise by monday um you can still order merch obviously guys it's just not guaranteed you will have it by the time santa claus comes to town however ahead of the bowl game we have dropped Cox vs. Catholics merch by very, very popular demand. If you want to, many of you reached out to me and said, Chris, we need some official Gator Bowl merch. We need that Cox vs. Catholics merch. We have dropped it over at store. And if you order by Saturday, Saturday, December the 17th, if you go ahead and place your order by Saturday, I can guarantee by kickoff, delivery now that means wherever you're ordering from wherever you're ordering for it to be delivered to right you will have it by at minimum the day before kickoff so I'm not saying if you're leaving on Monday right to go down to Jacksonville that if you order it uh on Saturday you'll have it in what in in seven days especially with the Christmas rush and stuff like that so I'd say go ahead get your orders out there tsus.store shout out to Jocelyn made by Jocelyn uh she was the one that put that design together and uh, did a great job. Did a fantastic job. She does great work. So, again, guys, check it out. T-S-U-S dot store for that Cox vs. Catholics merchandise. And, again, we continue to rock. We continue to roll here on this Wednesday all throughout the week as we creep closer and closer to kickoff. But it's it, it's crazy, guys. Like I mentioned on Monday, you know, you would think that between the end of the season and the bowl game, you know, we obviously have signing day, which is one week from today, by the way. And we'll have some special Signing day content, right? A day full of content as we welcome home a bunch of new Gamecocks. But you would certainly think, like, things would slow down a little bit. You know, they'd calm down. Okay, we're focusing more on basketball now during this time period. No, no, no. Because of the transfer portal and NIL and coaching searches, you could argue this this last 72 hours and these last couple of weeks since the season ended, it's been even busier than a normal week during the regular season. So we got a lot to get into. Let's obviously first start with the big news because it's officially official. Dowell Loggins has officially been hired as the Gamecocks offensive coordinator. And I would say, guys, shout out to my friend Porter Hayes from the Hog Talk, who came on the Daily Crow yesterday. If you want to hear more about Dowell Loggins from the Arkansas perspective, obviously Loggins is an Arkansas alum. Spent the last two years there as a tight ends coach. If you want to hear great perspective on what South Carolina is getting in him, I highly suggest you go listen or uh, or watch yesterday's Daily Crow to hear what Porter Hayes had to say. Um, so, And I won't spend a ton of time on this, guys, because I feel like I've already sort of voiced my opinions on it. I don't want to beat a dead horse. And I want to lead with this. I trust Shane Beamer. Amidst all of this stuff going on right now, I trust Shane Beamer. Beamer ball to the moon. I'm glad he's the one in control. And I think he will have us right, right? We're coming off an 8-4 and season. We're in much better shape than I think people. You know, right now it's just unfortunate because we're in this quote-unquote dead period between this great finish of the season that we had and the opportunity we're going to have in a couple weeks to win nine games. Um, I think the thing that's most concerning for people is when you look at the way you finished and and just the insane – amount of momentum that you had right after beating Tennessee and sucks back-to-back wins over top 10 teams the way that you feel like that momentum has somewhat been squandered due to some other things I'm not even talking about logins here but due to some other things is a bit concerning let's get back to the Dowell Loggins thing he's hired as OC and uh, certainly this was Beamer's pick we talked about that on Monday that this was Shane Beamer's pick and, and I'm glad Shane Beamer is getting his guy now, realistically, when you look at this hire, guys, we've talked about it a lot. Is it is it too extreme to say that this is the hire that's going to make or break Shane Beamer's tenure at the University of South Carolina, right? This is the one I think we all felt like he has to get right, right? He has to get it right. And he is investing and in putting all his chips in a guy who has never called a play at the college level. Now, spin zone here, I was thinking about this right before I hit record. I was like, you know what? Maybe the fact that he hasn't called a play at the college level could actually serve as a positive for us because we know what he did in the NFL. A- and things are different in the NFL, right? It's a different game, the way rosters are managed, the way that he was kind of micromanaged with Adam Gase. And there were a lot of people saying that Adam Gase was actually the one that called the plays. And, and uh, you know, that he was just, you know, uh, uh, Loggins was just labeled as the OC and, You know, unfairly, he gets a lot of the blame for how things went down with the the Jets, the Bears, the Dolphins, the Titans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe this is something where it's like, you know what, Loggins all of a sudden has this blank slate at college. He's more of a college guy. Um, You know, he can do whatever he wants with the offense. Maybe that's the case. We also know he's a fantastic recruiter, right? You look at his history in regards to recruiting, that is most certainly a positive and shame Beamer, of course, wants to surround himself with guys on his staff that are elite recruiters, okay? So Dowell Loggins very well might cook. Cook him, Dowell Loggins. He very well might cook. He very well might be very, very successful. But as you all know, guys, I've given you that side of things. Now let's talk about the, the, the cons, if you will, the drawbacks of this. I, I'm not sure you could have hired a guy with a worse resume. And I would like to point this out as well, guys. Again, I trust Shane Beamer. And a lot of my desires for the offensive coordinator, a a lot of them have stemmed from selfish desires. I'll admit that. I'll admit that. Selfishly, I wanted a name. Selfishly, I wanted a guy with a proven track record. Selfishly, I wanted someone who was going to instill confidence into the fan base and instill excitement around offensive football in the years to come in Columbia. Those are all selfish desires, right? Right? And Shane Beamer certainly should not navigate in regards to his coaching search off of my selfish desires, your selfish desires, or the fan base's selfish desires when it comes to an offensive coordinator. He evaluated the landscape. We don't know who he talked to. We don't know who he interviewed. If he looked at different guys and he felt like Dowell Loggins was the best guy for the job, then so be it. And we're not going to know whether Beamer is a genius or... The opposite until this plays out over the next year or two and we really get a feel for what Dowell Loggins is all about. But the hire is underwhelming. Um, it's underwhelming. It's it's questionable. It's almost a bit baffling because if you would have told me that you were going to hire a guy that had zero play calling experience at the college level and was once labeled the worst play caller in the NFL? Like, if you would have told me that hypothetically, right, weeks ago, hey, just so you know, this is who South Gun is going to hire. You didn't even give me a name. I'd have been like, no way. There's just no way. We know we've got to make a splash. And so, you know, again, I say all that to say it, it is a questionable hire. It is underwhelming. It is one that I think is a bit suspect. But I do trust Shane Beamer. And, and I think it's one of those hires, guys, that the best you're going to get from me. And because I'm not going to sit here and try to spin zone you to death and try to convince you that this is some, this is some home run, this is some slam dunk hire. This is a no-brainer. I, I I don't think it's fair to call it that. I think you're pushing false propaganda. If, if, if you if you're trying to sell people on that, it is a we'll see hire. It's we'll see. We'll see. And I just thought that Shane Beamer's second OC, especially when, you know, he told everyone that, you know, this is a job that's extremely coveted and everybody wants it. I thought we'd do better than a we'll see hire. Now, again, Dowell Loggins might turn out to be the best thing that has ever happened to South kind of football. I will say one of the things that's a bit concerning, if you will, is again, we had our guy, Porter Hayes, over at, um, our guy Porter Hayes over at the Hog Talk, right? He came on, and a lot of the things he said I know made some game cocks cringe because he talked about it's a very NFL-style offense. You know, a lot of it's going to be put on the quarterback. He's going to have to evaluate the whole field. Spencer Rattler's knowledge is going to be expanded. And there were so many things he said that I was like, oh, my God, this sounds like Marcus Satterfield all over again. But w- with all that being said, right, guys, with all that being said, I do trust Shane Beamer in the sense that no matter who he hired at the OC position, I I think Shane obviously is smart enough to realize, hey, this is what we did in the last two games. This is what worked. This is what was successful. And we're going to carry that over into our offensive game plan and our offensive approach no matter who we hire to fill the OC role. Okay, so it's Beamer ball to the moon. I trust Beamer. I trust Shane Beamer. But it's a questionable hire, and I don't blame anyone. And I posted, you know, I've been posting content all week about do not be afraid to challenge authority, and that's one thing I love about our audience is you guys do challenge authority. I mean, this is a hire that, guys, it's fair to question this hire. Nobody's obligated to push this as some home run. Nobody's obligated to push this as something it's not deserved to be given. I mean, the guy's resume is bad. It's bad. It's just bad, flat-out bad. Everywhere he was an OC in the NFL, those offenses were, were bad, and I don't care if it's Adam GaSe to blame, if it's he to blame, if it's players to blame. His resume is not good. The good news is your past doesn't define you, right? Your past doesn't define you. It's not an indicator of of or or a or a you know it's not a death sentence if you will. It doesn't mean you're going to have future failures, but normally, it is an indicator of what you are getting. And obviously, the hope of Gamecock Nation is that. Um, you know he will prove a lot of us wrong, and, and it's just a, you know I think it's a hire that at this point we've accepted. You know we're, we'll we'll see what happens, um, but I mean I I think the best <laughs> the best sell anybody has right now is we'll trust Shane Beamer. We'll trust Shane Beamer. We'll trust Shane Beamer. Well I do, but it's just scary to think guys that it's one of those hires that if for whatever reason the Logans hire doesn't work out and. It's a flop. Remember what I told you guys? All the blame was being put on Marcus Satterfield, right? That was the best possible position Shane Beamer could have been in. All the blame was being put on Sat. Well, guess what's going to happen if Loggins is a flop? All that blame is going to be shifted. And it's going to move up the chain to Shane Beamer, fair or unfair. So uh, I'll be very curious to see. You know, I'm sure we'll hear from Dowell Loggins. Uh, sometime today, probably Shane Bieber, of course, with a presser today at 10 a.m. I would imagine Dowell Loggins will either either speak to the media today or tomorrow, but uh, you know we'll see, we'll see. I mean, I know many of us are on the edge of our seat and wondering what this hire will bring, but uh, you know, for a fan base starving for offense. You know, I, I thought that it was important to bring in a guy that was going to instill confidence that that would be the case. And you know, while I'm not sure we got that guy, again, all you can do is just trust Shane Beamer and hope and pray that uh, you know Loggins again proves a lot of us wrong and 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 brings good offensive football to the University of South Carolina. Guys, let's let's start with the other news. Let's start with the positives, and then we'll get into everything else. Of course, Pete Limbo. Getting an extension and a raise, very well deserved. He gets a one-year extension to his deal, I believe, now runs till 2025. He's now getting paid over $700,000 a year. He is the highest-paid special teams coordinator, all of college football, worth every penny. By the way, I meant to mention Dowell Loggins on a three-year contract valued at $1 million per year, which is $100,000 per year more than Marcus Satterfield was getting. But again, Pete Limbo getting the extension, getting the raise, very well deserved. Uh, Also, Marcellus Dial and Amarian Brown earlier this week announcing they will play in the bowl game and they will return this upcoming 2023 football season. So again, right now where I know the the negative news, quote unquote, or some of the other news headlines are much bigger headlines. And those are the things we want to talk about Definitely a big boost for the Gamecocks that Dial and Brown will both be back and both should have the opportunity to be big-time contributors on next year's football team. All right, let's get into, though, guys, what has taken place (laughs) since we last spoke on Monday. Uh, Of course, we already knew Jaheim Bell hit the transfer portal last week. He is committed to Florida State. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd hitting the transfer portal. That was one. That was really, really, really surprising, and uh, you know, we we talked about it a bit briefly on Monday about his, uh, you know, his tweet on Sunday and him taking the the running back at USC out of his bio. I'll just say this on Lloyd. I won't even spend a whole lot of time on it, but I'll just say this. You know, guys, unfortunately, whether you like it, dislike it, it makes you like the game more, like the game less. You know, the transfer portal and NIL, this is just the new reality of college football. And and we could spend hours on hours discussing what we all believe the NCAA needs to do in regards to regulations around the portal and NIL. But right now, this is the reality. And Marshawn Lloyd deciding to take his talents elsewhere. I mean, it it was a shock to me, guys. It it was a shock to me. And especially when you hear the stories and, you know, I'm not going to say it's 110% true, but where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, I, I, I believe that there's enough smoke out there to believe that, there's at least some truth in it in regards to, you know, Marshawn Lloyd cut off all contact with his teammates and coaches, you know, after Friday and, and just sort of fell off the map. And, and that's, that's almost something you don't want to believe. You know what I mean? That's something you don't want to believe. Then you've got the families of Marshawn Lloyd, Jaheim Bell kind of kind of going back and forth, almost insinuating there's some there's some toxicity in the building and things are toxic with Gamecock football. And I wish Jaheim Bell and Marshawn Lloyd nothing but the best. I hope they both find what they are looking for and how much of a factor was NIL? How much of a factor was money? Uh, guys, I think it was the leading factor for both. I, I really do. And, uh, you know, there's other things, too, right? You know, somebody made the point if Jaheim Bell would have had an All-American type of season or Marshawn Lloyd didn't get hurt, had an All-American type of season that, um, you know, would those guys be leaving? No, they'd probably be going to the NFL draft, Or, we're being honest. Uh, You know, there were some rumors that Marshawn Lloyd was was disgruntled about his role in the offense and, you know, the way that he was told he was going to be used one way and then he was used another. I I I don't know. But, you know, it's it's one of those things, guys, that as I sit here now, the dust has settled a bit. And I will say that, you know, losing a guy, th- these are both fantastic football players in Bell and Lloyd. But if you look at their numbers, if you look at them statistically, they're both very replaceable. And that's not even as a slight, but realistically, you know, if these guys are going to stand on business, as I've talked about before, Carolina's got to stand on business also, and they will stand on business. So we look at it now, you know, who could you get to replace them and, You know, they're both very replaceable. Uh, Again, I'm not meaning that as a slight, but just realistically, they are. You know, Jaheim Bell with like 500 yards receiving, Marshawn Loy with 600 yards rushing. You can go find somebody else, whether it be in the portal, whether it be a transfer guy, whether it be a true freshman, whether it be whoever, somebody on your roster currently, you can find that production elsewhere. But it's, but it's just, I guess it's just stunning and it's a bit disappointing with the way you finish the season. And again, as I mentioned earlier, all the positive momentum around Gamecocks football, right? It, it, it's just disappointing to see two of your best players, two of your stars, if you will, be so quick to hit the portal. And, and you believe it's got to be NIL. It's got to be money because it's not playing time for either guy. Marshawn Lloyd's going to be RB1 if he comes back. Jaheim Bell is going to be a feature player, going to be a star if he comes back. It's got to be NIL. It's got to be the bag. And I'll say this, too, because, again, I'm not going to spend this entire show talking NIL because we really could do that, right? We really could because it's such a polarizing topic and such a big thing right now in our game. But I don't even blame a kid for taking the money. We're talking about life-changing money in a lot of these instances, right? Like when you look at some of the figures, it's pretty crazy, but it's just disheartening again, and like what college football has, is, is turning into or what it's turned into. This is just becoming more and more normal. It's becoming more and more regular, and, you know, it's one of those things where, guys, I would advise fans to, you know, you're always going to bleed the Garnet in black. You're always going to be loyal to the Block C. You're always going to be loyal to the University of South Carolina, but in regards to getting attached to your favorite players, I I don't know that that's the smartest idea because as we now see, they can up and leave whenever, if, if there's a better deal out there, if there's a better money figure out there, if there's a better bag to go get, they can go get it. So um, again, I, I wish Marshawn Lloyd and Jaheim Bell, nothing but the best, you know, the Jaheim Bell one again was sort of understandable. That's one that I was like, okay, like we, we maybe somewhat saw this coming. The Marshawn Lloyd one stunned me. I mean, it really did. The Marshawn Lloyd one really surprised me and, You know, especially we had Marshawn Lloyd on the show way back in December of 2020 after he signed and, you know, awesome dude, awesome kid. I'm certainly not saying now that he's not an awesome dude or an awesome kid, but um, a guy that loved being a Gamecock. And it's just a bit surprising that, uh, you know, he just so easily, I guess, up and left. I'm not saying it wasn't a tough decision or whatever, but. I don't know. It's surprising to me that I guess the the South Carolina side didn't win out, that the Gamecocks were not able to lure him and keep him home. And um, you know, it's unfortunate. So you wish him the best of luck. And you know, guys, I, I I will say this: I don't think anything happens in this football program that Shane Beamer's not aware of. I think Shane Beamer's in control. So I think in the long haul, right, like twenty twenty three, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll find guys to replace these guys, and we'll roll with the best twenty two. All we got's all we need, right? We'll be okay. But it's just wild. Like, again, when you think, and this leads me into recruiting, uh, you know, you 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 suffer two decommitments on Tuesday. Oluwatosin Babale, Big Tree, right, the four-star offensive lineman, and Isaiah Jada, three-star offensive lineman. These guys both decommit within like 15 minutes of each other, right? I, I feel like you might still be able to land Big Tree, but Jada, it's been rumored, you know, he got offered by Colorado, Deion Sanders. He might go play for primetime. But I think the bigger takeaway, again, guys, is this: is it's like you you had all this positive momentum, right? You had all this positive momentum. Just, I mean, what? Just like eleven days ago, right after you, or excuse me, like uh, like like eighteen days ago, three weeks ago or so, two and a half weeks ago or so, you had all this positive momentum after you took down Tennessee and Clem sucks to close out the year. You felt like, man, we're we're the we're popping, we're the hot shit right now. We're the big time program right now. We got all this momentum. We can go get anybody. We can do anything. Who doesn't want to be a Gamecock? And now it's just like, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, it's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. And I know, again, you're probably hearing this after Shane Beamer's presser at 10 o'clock. I am very, very intrigued to hear what he has to say because Shane Beamer effectively, of course, is the leader of Gamecock football. And it's sort of on him, right, to to weather the storm and, and to calm this fan base and to say, hey, Guys, it's going to be okay. We're in control. We know what's going on. And I believe that. Right. I do. Again, I believe Shane Beamer's in control of this football program. And, um, you know, that Shane Beamer has a plan. Certainly he's going to execute on that plan. And, you know, it's good to remind people we're coming off an eight and four season like we're in a good spot. And everyone in college football is dealing with decommitments. They're dealing with the portal. They're dealing with NIL. They're dealing with all the same things that South Carolina is dealing with. Okay? They're dealing with all the same things. But it's just wild how it all the hits just keep on coming, it feels like. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, Gamecocks athletics just never disappoints. It is drama on a day-in, day-out basis. And I'm sure there'll be more of that today. And (laughs) unfortunately, throughout the uh the rest of the week. But uh, either way, a lot of things happening with Gamecocks football. The news obviously will continue to roll, continue to turn out. So be sure to stay tuned to everything on social media. But I will say this, even with all the madness, even with, you know, maybe our favorite OC or our candidate we wanted, didn't get hired, right? Marshawn Lloyd and Jaheim Bell are gone. We're losing some guys in recruit. Hey, Beamer ball to the moon. Shane Beamer's in control. Just, Just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. That being said, all right, let's move off of football and on to the hardwood. Gamecocks taking on UAB as they hit the road once again. Uh, Guys, before we dive in the game, on a table with our friends over at Carolina Cigars, because TSUS is always brought to you by our friends at Carolina Cigars. Guys, Carolina Cigars has been in operation since 2008, recently taken over by the Peterson family in 2020. Whether you do the cigar scene or you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, Carolina Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable. Stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together, share conversations, and become friends. So if you're into cigars and you're on Hilton Head Island, you really do need to go by and visit them. They offer same-day shipping nationwide, free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions. They're also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humanoid locations around Hilton Head Island. They also offer special events throughout the year, as well. They want to talk to you. They want to engage. They want to share with you their cigar selection. They're very proud of, and their beautiful cigar lounge. So when you're in the low country, there's only one place for cigars, and there's only one place I get my cigars. That's Carolina Cigars, Hilton Hillide's premier cigar merchant. Come and share your passion. It's all there at Carolina Cigars. You can find them on Instagram at, at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843 681 8600. That's 8436818600. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right, guys. Like I said, it's game day for the Court Cox, five and four South Carolina taking on seven and two UAB in Birmingham, Alabama at the Bartow Arena. Seven o'clock tip off on CBS Sports Network. The head coach of the Blazers, Andy Kennedy. And I had to stop and I was like, why does that name sound familiar? This guy was on SEC Network, right? Used to coach at Ole Miss. He is now the head coach at UAB and doing a damn good job, I might say. Uh, You look at UAB, they're a dangerous basketball team, averaging 87.9 points per game, allowing just 69.4 points per game, and they are shooting 49% from the field. So they are absolutely lethal shooting the basketball. Going to take a great effort from the Gamecocks, both offensively and defensively. To have a chance in this one, you look at the top storylines. This is really the first chance, guys. I would say for Lamont Paris's first signature win, if you will, right the the the, the first signature win for Lamont Paris. Um, you know, going on the road, a, a tough venue to play in, a tough team. And you think about it, you beat UAB last year, but this is a different UAB team, right? I mean, you look at uh, you look at their schedule. They've actually already played an SEC team, beat Georgia by double digits, uh, beat PC, who the Gamecocks just played by thirty-one. Uh, lost to West Virginia, but in a tough game. So this is one, if you can go on the road, this will be a very high-quality win, and what a signature win it would be for Lamont Paris and make it three straight wins early in this season as well. Another big storyline, guys, when you look at UAB, will South Carolina have an answer for Walker? Walker on their team, you know, you look at his statistics. uh, Jordan Walker, one of the best players, one of the most lethal players in college basketball, shooting 41%. From three-point land, he's averaging 24.9 points per game, which is more than double the second-highest scorer on UAB. So if you can stop him or if you can slow him down, you might have a good shot, but it's much easier said than done. Another big storyline, guys, I already talked about. You're going to Bar Arena, another big road test. We saw the Gamecocks. Uh, It was a tale of two different teams, right? You go to George Washington, get blown out. You go to Georgetown, you get the overtime win. How will South kind of fare in another hostile environment? I know UAB fans will show up, and they'll be excited. And my final storyline, guys, is this. Of course, Gigi Jackson's a storyline every single game. But in a game like this, and I expect the Court Cox to pull an upset or two this season, but you're going to need the best, and I mean the absolute best, version of GG Jackson to have a chance, you you absolutely are no doubt. So, can you get that out of him? I know it's putting a lot of pressure on him, but hey, you're the, you're you know regarded maybe the best player in the country, best freshman in the country, I should say. Uh, the pressure comes with it, so you need the best version of GG Jackson to win. We will see what he can provide for this team. Let's look at UAB players to watch for, guys. I Already talked about Jordan. Walker, fantastic player. Again, 24.9 points per game. Um, leads this team, shooting 90% from the free throw line, by the way, but that 41% from three-point range, 44% from the field. I mean, he is just an absolutely electric shooter. You also look at K.J. Buffin, averaging 10.4 points per game, uh, 7.2 rebounds per game. So he is their big rebounder down low. And then Eric Gaines, another one. He is their third highest scorer, 9.9 points per game, three point one. Rebounds per game shoots forty one percent as well. So again, this is a really good shooting UAB team, and it's going to be a tough one for South kind of to match up on the defensive side. All right, guys, that being said, let's go ahead and lock it in our lead pipe lock of the night prediction brought to you by our friends over at A1 air quality. Consultants, Guys, A1 Air Quality Consultants is giving corporate services for working man prices. They have over 20 years in the mold industry and 10 years in the asbestos industry. They use most modern scientific technology for highly accurate results, and they perform... The following services, mold testing, air and surface, allergen testing, air for things like pollen, dust, et cetera, asbestos testing and building materials, asbestos air testing to make sure it's not airborne, air monitoring services during abatement projects, and E. coli testing surface and water. For more information, give them a call today at 864-619-2092. That's 864-619-2092. You can also find them on Twitter at A1AirQuality1 and on Instagram at a one air quality consultants for any other questions head to their website at a1airqualityconsultants.com that's a1airqualityconsultants.com be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you with that being said guys I think it's going to be a tough one UAB is a really really good basketball team South Carolina has struggled on the offensive side I mean you even look at the game against PC right Gamecocks covered the spread but it was a struggle in that second half I do not think you'll be able to get get away with that against UAB. Again, I think UAB, a really high-quality team. Andy Kennedy's done a great job. And, again, the the lethal offense, if you will. I think South kind of makes it a fight for quite a while, but I think UAB will pull away. My lead pipe lock of the night. Give me Blazers 84, Court Cox 64. I think it's a big win for UAB. I, I just don't think South Carolina is quite there yet. I think Gigi Jackson has another solid night, but I don't think South Carolina has the firepower to keep up quite yet with a team like UAB. So, again, UAB 84, USC 64. That is my prediction for the game tonight. But looking forward to watching it again, 7 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. These early season non-conference games are always on these wacky channels. So it's CBS Sports Network. That's where you can find tonight's game. Guys, that being said, that's going to do it. Appreciate you all tuning in. I will say this, guest interviews will return uh, very, very soon. You know, I, I was actually had one lined up for today, but because of everything that happened, the chaos, if you will, just decided we need to do a normal show but uh, guest interviews will come back very soon. Definitely next week with signing day on Wednesday, we will have a guest to talk recruiting. So looking forward to that, but uh, otherwise guys, of course, we have guests on the daily crow all the time. We got JC Sherbert on with us tomorrow to recap and talk about what's been a crazy week. Uh, So again, the podcast continues to roll. The daily crow continues to roll. The content continues to roll. The merch continues to roll. And I cannot say thank you all. Enough. Guys, that's going to do all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we will talk to you all on Friday.